Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 8440. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Welcome back after. I hope you had a nice day off. And um, we had a nice show. Jared Wagner, as always, was just absolutely great. You know what the thing was, though? He didn't commit to playing this weekend. And I I think that, uh, boy, Dave Van Horn's been very optimistic that he's going to play this weekend. And today's the first day he's actually going to take some cuts with a bat, and we'll see how that works out. But anyway, he's always a great interview, and it was good to have him on. And uh, we will see how that works out. I guess the, uh, the... Besides what's going on in Iowa and Iowa State, that's probably the biggest story in sports right now, college sports. But um, for those of us who uh, watched his teams be great and watched U.S. Reed sink a shot against his team to see that Denny Crum died today. Yeah, Uh, 86 years of age. Mm -hmm. Yep, they were the defending national champions when uh, Reed hit that shot. And they also uh, eliminated the Razorbacks from the NCAA tournament, I think, the very next year, 82, 82 or 83. They eliminated them from the tournament with the last second rebound, second shot on a rebound. So Arkansas, Sutton, and Crum competed against each other several times. Reed now, four seconds, three seconds. Reed trying to dribble, two seconds, one second, long shot, got You know, that, uh, that shot was used in promoting the NCAA tournament for years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they use it much anymore, if they use it I all anymore. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, but, boy, for years, that uh, that shot and, and a shot, uh, Kansas State was a Blackman, their player, that hit a buzzer shot to beat somebody. Alondo Blackman. Yeah, Alondo Blackman. Those were the two shots that you just saw year after year when they were promoting the NCAA tournament. Yeah, amazing moment. And, uh, you know, Arkansas led that whole game, the whole game, until Louisville hit two free throws with five seconds to go. And uh, and that's how long U.S. had. They passed it into him. He dribbled. That's as far as he could go before the buzzer sounded. So he turned it loose, went right through the hoop. That was the McCray brothers, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were really good, but I thought Arkansas was good or better, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't didn't turn out that way. Arkansas also, let's see, Sidney Moncrief's last year, nineteen seventy nine, Arkansas eliminated Louisville from the NCAA tournament, and then lost to Indiana State in nineteen eighty. Louisville won the national championship in eighty one. Arkansas eliminated him from the tournament, and in eighty three, Louisville eliminated Arkansas. <laughs> and Denny Crum coached all those games for Louisville. Amazing. I mean, when yeah. you think back, that's uh, an amazing time. I, I, I'm using a um, Rick Schaefer approach to beginning the show today. <laughs> you are. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know what that means. <laughs> well, uh, you're really good at, at producing facts and all this other stuff, and and recalling history. I don't normally read all of the different little things that happened in in the MLB history, but today it happened to catch my eye. And uh, as an example, 1962, Brooks Robinson becomes the sixth major leaguer this century to hit grand slams in back-to-back games. And then this one 
is even, it's almost spooky. In 1967, St. Louis Cardinals outfielder, number nine, Roger Roger Maris, Maris. hits his first National League home run on the ninth day of the month in seat nine of section nine. Wow. And, you know, if I'm not mistaken, that year he hit nine home runs. <laughs> I, I, you, know, you know, the Cardinals traded for Maris to uh, to give him some power. And we talked about Mike Shannon, who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Mike Shannon was the right fielder uh, on the 64 World mm-hmm. Series champions and 65 and 66. And then when they traded for Roger Maris, <clears throat> Shannon moved to third base. And Maris was the right fielder. So, And he, he had a major effect. In fact, I can remember... I know. Here we go again. My, my memory. <laughs> the first game of that season, the first game of the 1967 season, because the Cardinals weren't coming off that great a year. The Dodgers were the best team in the National League at that time, and the Giants. It was Bob Gibson against Juan Marichal. And in Roger Maris's first at bat, he got a single, and he stole second. Maris, Maris never stole Never bases. stole a base, right. And it, it shows you how he adapted to the St. Louis culture and um, the way I understand it, after 67, they won the World Series. He was ready to retire. He's still, what, young 30s. And uh, Gussie Bush, August Bush, owned the Cardinals and told him, if you'll play another year, not only will you pay you well, we will give you a beer distributorship in Florida. That's amazing. And he did. And he played another year, and, and they got back to the World Series but didn't win. So Johnny Keene was the manager at the time. No, Red Shane Deans. Was it Red? Okay. Johnny, Johnny okay. Keene was the manager in 64. 64. And they had already determined they were going to fire him before the season was over. And they made this mad dash at the end. They were they were be, they trailed the Phillies by six and a half games with ten to play. Six and a half with ten to play. Caught them on the next day, next to the last day of the season, and uh, and then won. The uh, actually they went into the last day of 64. The Cardinals. Were a game ahead of the red, uh, ahead of the Phillies. They had actually passed them, but they were tied with the Reds. And the Phillies had lost something like nine straight games, but beat the Reds on the last day. And the Cardinals won to win and get into the World Series in '64. And, and but they had already determined they were going to fire Johnny Keene, and they did. Even after they won the World Series, they still fired him. All right, guess what he did after that? All right, and do what now? I'm sorry, Rick. Guess what he did after that? What's that? Well, the Yankees had That's already right. he went to the Yankees. they were going to fire yeah. Yogi Berra. So they fired Yogi Berra and hired Johnny King. Yeah, I remember that, yes. That was a crazy time. All right, one final one. In 1984, the Chicago White Sox and the Milwaukee Brewers played for eight hours and six minutes wow. in the longest game. After playing 17 innings the previous day, the teams met again before a regularly scheduled game, making that a total of 34 innings for two days. Oh, my God. Harold Baines homered off of Chuck Porter with one out in the bottom of the 25th for a 7-6 to six victory. Wow. Interesting enough, Tom Seaver won both games for the White Sox. Wow, isn't that something? Obviously in relief in the second game, and... Uh, maybe that's what got Harold Baines in the Hall of Fame, just winning that game. So, yeah, okay, you like another, you like tidbits? That was the 25 inning game. There was only one game in Major League history longer than that. It went 26 innings in 1920. The Boston Braves and Brooklyn Dodgers played to a 1 1 tie and then had to call it because of darkness. 26 innings. And how about this one? Joe Oscar and Leon Cador were the starting pitchers and both pitched complete games. They wow. both pitched 26 innings. How many pitches for each pitcher? 500? <laughs> I don't know. 1,000 pitches thrown that day? I track of that back then. No, they, yeah. you know, back then, they put the ball in play. You know, the, Yeah, there were some strikeout pitchers, but not as many of them back then. When you look at those guys in the Hall of Fame from you know, Christy Mathewson and Mordecai Brown and Everybody, with the exception of Walter Johnson, who did strike out more than mm-hmm. 3,000, but with the exception of him, you look at their strikeout numbers and compare them to, you know, the the flamethrowers that from the 60s on, and they they don't even compare. So, you know, they who knows if they struck out anybody? I just remember that reading as a kid, and I've remembered their names ever since. 
Joe Oscar and Leon Cador. And one of them pitched at the University of Connecticut. I can't remember which one it was because when Arkansas played at Connecticut, Mike Anderson was the coach, and I was still doing uh, radio uh, color on the broadcast. And so I went up and walked around their arena, and they had the Connecticut Athletic Hall of Fame pictures of all these guys up there. And I think it was Cador, and there was his picture. And I thought, I wonder how many people actually know who he is. <laughs> well, if I walked past it right now, I'm not sure I would still know who he is. <laughs> Even after I just told you. Huh? <laughs> you just told me. Tomorrow. Only, only, hey, Randy, only tomorrow that I'm I know. Ask you. I'm, tomorrow I'm going to ask you now. Who are those two pitchers? Yeah, the 26 only <laughs> that I know that he pitched 26 innings. That's the only way I could remember him. Let's talk to Jake. Jake, good afternoon. What part of the world are you in today? Hey, good afternoon, Randy. I'm uh, about to come into St. Louis, headed up to Green Bay. How you doing? There you go. From Cardinal baseball to Packer football. How's that? There you go. Rick, I want to say, man, I enjoy hearing you so much. Getting out here on the road, you know, I listen to you guys all the shows all day long. That's That's what I listen to on the app. Glad to entertain uh, you. And, you know, I, I really wish Randy would get on there with you for a segment. Or have his own segment because Randy, I mean, let's be honest, it'd be fun. It'd be a good time. You and JM get along, you know. Uh, you know, you want your logo on his on his on his fancy R V as you call it. Let's, let's be honest. It's a bummer. Do you got I know, I know. Well, no, hey, we, need to, we need to tell our listeners, Luke, that you're talking about the morning show segment with uh, David Basil Jake, yeah. and Roger Jake, Scott. Jake. And, and, and I have to yes, tell sir. you, Jake, Justin Moore is hardly ever there when I go on, and so I'm really glad that on Wednesdays now we're going to get him on our show. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. And it'd be great uh, if Randy went on in there in the morning. Well, you know, Rick, I've got a new name. The morning show <laughs> deemed me a pirate. So I am now the pirate. Yeah. You're a pirate? You're, a you're pirate. the pirate because you're bandanas, apparently. Because, well, not only that, but the fact that uh, they accused me, David... And Roger just basically called me a thief. That for anybody that goes on the morning show, I steal them away from them. And so I am now the pirate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Randy, before I went on with them, I asked you if it was okay with you. So uh, you can, they can't accuse you of being a pirate. You said oh, yes. You, you yeah. allowed me to do that. And other, if you'd have said no, I don't want you to, I wouldn't have. So... I may need to say no just to put David back in his place. <laughs> no, they're right, great listen, guys. That's you, a fun you show. You guys both do a great job at what you do, but I think it'd be fun to have you on there, Randy. Yeah, Randy. That being good. said, let me call you guys <laughs> to tell you what I'm about to tell you. All right, we all know negative Nancy Mike calls in every single show with the same stick yeah. every day. Well, I yeah. came up with a way to combat that today. You did? So I'm going to tell you guys what he's going to say, just like I did on the last show. <laughs> and then all he had to come back with, well, uh, 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 well, the Lakers are going to win and LeBron's going to have five rings. That's not what he called in to say, though. He called yeah. it right after me. So here's what he's going to say. He's going to say it doesn't matter if the Hogs win a national seed or not because according to his Google math or whatever arbitrary numbers he found this morning, 59% of national seeds don't make it out of uh, regionals, and thir- only 34% of those that make it out make it to Omaha, and hardly any win the College World Series. That's cool. going back, dating back to 99, according to him. Okay, well, Now, that may all be fine and dandy. Hang on, let me finish. That okay. may all be fine and dandy. All right. But would, would we still not rather have a regional and super regional and bomb stadium than anywhere Absolutely. else number one and number two he's going to try to he's going to try to use that as an excuse to say again our dave van horn is not a great coach which he should be up for coach of the year national coach yeah. of the year this year given all the injuries and stuff that we've had and rick you know there's not i i love your baseball knowledge and your baseball IQ and your memory is amazing, and I wish I knew as much as, I, as you do. But, I, but trust me when I say I'm the biggest fan of, of Razorback base, baseball as you are. Okay, so I mean I I I live for the springtime in Arkansas, and uh, 
I, I think this dude's just an idiot, man. I'm sorry. I hate to say it on the air, but he's just an idiot. And then he's going to come in and he's going to say he's, I'm living rent-free in his head because he said that on the last show, too. And that's fine. He can think that all he wants to, but I'm, I'm just beating him to the punch, giving you guys a heads up of what's going to come spewing out of his mouth when he gets on right after me, okay? Okay. Thank that you, being Jake. Said, Randy, get on the morning show, man. Go Boom. On. Well, well, they'll have to let the pirate on. He's he's locked up right now. You know, Randy, uh, David Basil and Roger Scott told me what they do with Navy Mike. Did, have they ever told you that? No. Uh-uh. He calls in, and after he makes about a, a sentence or two, they just mute him because they already know what he's going to say. And they also know that he doesn't give you much time to answer his questions. Or, or to to argue with him or give points that are counter to his points. <laughs> so that's just what they do. Then they talk for a while, and then they bring him back up and say, hey, thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> Pardon me. This happened, actually, Friday. And I am, I guess this is just a matter of protocol. Oklahoma and Texas have taken their final steps towards leaving the Big 12 for the Southeastern Conference. The Oklahoma Board of Regents on Friday approved the necessary contractual agreements with both conferences to make the switch. This comes after Texas Board of Regents this week allowed UT President Jake Hartzell to sign agreements to move the Longhorns to the SEC. Well, what happens if somebody has said, nah, we changed our mind? <laughs> now, I, I don't think so. I mean, I thought this was this has been, was a done deal nearly yeah. two years ago. Yeah, I think so. I, perhaps what they're doing is uh, they freed them to go a year early because, they, because that's what's happening now, and maybe that took some extra legal twists and turns. I, I don't know. I don't know, because, but I thought because, that's yeah, crazy. I, I, I think it had already been approved, we, but then but then now it's to go a year earlier. And uh, yesterday I pointed out on the show um, that Texas's athletic director and Oklahoma's athletic director are going to be at the SEC meetings in May, and the Texas athletic director was interviewed as either ESPN or Sports Illustrated. I can't remember which one, but... Um, and he had the uh, absolute humility to say that Texas was not going <laughs> to impose its power on the SEC this year. Quite yet. This year. This year. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to, until they try to. And won't that be fun? They say, sit down, Miss, you know, sit down. Yeah. Let's see you go head to head with Alabama. We don't need to hear you. Yeah. So anyway, you're, you're one of 16. We appreciate your opinion. But, you know, if it's 15 to one, you lose. And no, we're not moving the office from Birmingham to Austin, <laughs> Texas. Or Dallas or anywhere else in Texas. That's right. All right, let's talk with uh, J.K. J.K., good afternoon. Well, you guys are long-winded, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we can be, sorry. Here's what I think. I okay. think that Justin Moore's on your show and Rick's on the Morning Mayhem. I think there's a ratings... I see a ratings fight coming on here. What do you think, guys? And I'll hang up and listen. It sounds like a conspiracy to me. Well, the only thing I know, I, I, Randy, whenever he tells me what our ratings are, I'm still always astonished. Justin Acre usually lets us know. Randy finds out. I don't always find out until he tells me. And I am. it's just amazing to think that as many people listen to Drive Time as they do. And we're extremely grateful. Whether more people listen to David and Roger or more people listen to us makes no difference to me. It's one station. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's great that there are two programs that get those kind of ratings. And I'm assuming that the shows in between, you know, Justin's show and John Neighbors and Joe Franklin, I'm assuming they do well, too. So we're we're just thankful to be a part of us. I am just so thankful that I am on the Roger Scott Radio Network. That's, <laughs> that's um, you know, to be able to say that I am on his network makes my day. Yeah. Uh, let's check in with uh, Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. Good afternoon, my friends. <clears throat> Randy, uh-huh. 
don't yes, don't let them push, Randy. Don't let them push you around. They're, they're they are intimidating me. They are intimidating. Well, me. let me cut to the chase on this thing. Number one, the problem is those guys are jealous that they don't have the number one show in Arkansas, which incidentally has has to be the number one show in all of America. So there's not a better I don't know show. About so, that. Uh, we don't know. We're, we're a pretty and, small state. Uh, Randy, I'm 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 telling you the truth, buddy. Um, and also, there's only one reason why those guys. Uh, why? Why? Any, why anybody listens to those morning shows? It's just to pacify the time so you guys come on. No, they so, want to hear Rob. Uh, they want to hear Roger talk. No, they're they're well, they, Hey, look, those guys I'm, are fun. I'm, they, try, they I'm are trying fun to pay. Play, I'm trying to pay y'all a great compliment. <laughs> Weird, nice, um, Bob. Here, here's what I wonder because I don't get to hear their show other than when I'm on it. Are they that? Do they just laugh and have a yeah, good time they do. the whole time? They do. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, that's that's very great. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, They're good. Hey, Rick. Hey, what? Can you hear me? Yes, Bob. I, I want to pay you a compliment, and then I got a personal question for you. Okay. <clears throat> I think it was yesterday. Randy, Randy wasn't on, and I was not. And, I, and I, I, I tell you what, I figured it out. I figured Randy took the day off yesterday to try to cipher and figure out what in the world Coach Musselman is going to do step-by-step. <laughs> and I figured he'd give us a report today exactly who's coming, who's leaving, the whole bit. But the compliment I wanted to pay you, Rick, is yesterday, and I forgot what the topic was, but I was blown away how quickly you was able to do the math that you guys were talking about. I'm pretty good math, and you were just so much faster than I was. And my personal question, knowing the memory and everything that you have and how well you do math, was you the valedictorian in your class when you graduated? <laughs> I'll answer. Thank I'll, you, I'll Bob. To that when we get back. Thank, Thank you, Robert. Randy, 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 can I hang on? Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind. When Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance and I'm telling you folks, they check everything including PSA, which is your prostate levels and they check thyroid, liver and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Catch the zone with Justin and Wes Thursday at Datamax on Canis Road for their 40-year open house celebration. Enjoy great food, technology demonstrations, win some fabulous prizes, and meet Miss Arkansas. That's Thursday at Datamax on Canis Road with the zone. At the Stanley Wood, Chevrolet, and Scott Wood Chrysler dealerships in Batesville, Arkansas, we know that Arkansas high school and college baseball are as good as they've ever been. Just like our 2022 trucks, cars, and SUVs that are rolling into our Batesville location. Hustle over today and let our award-winning sales team at the Wood Family Dealerships help you find just what you're looking for. Or you can view our selection online at swood.com. Good luck this year to all of our Arkansas high school and college baseball teams around the natural state. It's Justin Ankery, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. 
but a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelson. This is Pat Bradley for my friends at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their Summer Auto Loan Special that's available for all five counties Alcoa serves. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. Take the summer off with no payments for 90 days or how about 84 months financing? Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Go to alcoacommunityfcu.org and apply securely online today. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring and Perry Counties. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Do you realize the 19th annual Double B's Buzz BQ this Saturday? Now, I think Steve Lytle started sponsoring this when he was about 16 years old. It seems that long. But they have been a fantastic sponsor of the 19th annual Double B's Buzz BQ. Now, the charity this year is the Ronald McDonald House. And along with the People's Choice, the Sauce, Brisket, and Grand Champions, this year, the Side Dish Category. Now, it's sold out of teams. There are 60 teams, almost 60 teams. So, a lot is going to be going on this Saturday. Go by your local Double B's, get a $10 ticket. And we would love to see you on Saturday. And again, thanks to Double B's. There are 32 different locations around central Arkansas where you can gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Let's get right down to the nitty-gritty, Kevin. It is now state tournament time. It's what we have played for the entire spring, and here we are in the month of May. And we are down, in many cases, to the Elite Eight in all of the different classifications. That's right. All the hard work in December, January, February, and a quick season of two months yeah. uh, all culminates this week across the state. Uh, you got just about every corner of the state. you got Taylor and 1A, Southwest Arkansas, Mary and West Memphis uh, for Class 5A. 6A and 4A are going to be in Central Arkansas at Cabot and Lone Oak. Uh, class 3A and 2A are going to be at Lincoln and Greenland. So no matter what corner of the state you're in, you got some great baseball to go see. Uh, I was talking with Kyle Sutherland the other day. He covers softball, of course, for Scorebook Live. And we were looking at our rankings and trying to figure out, okay, actually how many of our teams made it past regionals in you know, 1A through 4A? And Class 1A was the only classification where all the ranked teams made it to the state tournament. So uh, baseball was a, it had a lot more upsets. It kind of looked like March Madness last Thursday. Uh, softball went according to plan so far, but uh, a lot of great teams and great players. And the classification that really sticks out to a lot of people that I've been talking about is 3A. There's more talent in 3A this year than there has been in recent memory. Uh, you got a lot of Division One baseball players, Division Two players that are going in state. So a lot of good talent, a lot of good baseball to be played um, over the next week and a half. All right, Kevin, just as a point of reference, and I'm John Neighbors just walked in the studio, so I'm going to give him this history lesson as well. You know that Taylor is a suburb of Waldo. 
That's right. You did know that, right? I did know that, I was born in Waldo. Waldo, Emerson, all that area down there. Yeah, so when you speak of the state tournament being at Taylor, you've got to add on the part that Taylor is a suburb of Waldo. I think when you're talking about geogra- geography in Arkansas, there's not a soul listening that thought Waldo had suburbs. Well, they do. <laughs> do they? Well, yeah. Uh, they Kevin, do. Kevin just got to mention it. Emerson Taylor is not a separate entity. You're saying that do people in Taylor go to school in Waldo? Well, no, they, people in Taylor they go to school in Taylor. At, they all shop at the same Walmart together? In or, Magnolia, yes. Well, they both Taylor and Waldo both have to go to Magnolia, so maybe Taylor and Waldo are suburbs of Magnolia. Not if you're from down there. If if you're Randy Rainwater, it'd always be the big city of. Well, it's it's, my mother didn't try to tell me that I was like Jesus born in a manger with Mm. hay and cattle around, but. I think that's kind of how I've always pictured being born in Waldo. Waldo. Yeah. So is there a sign driving into Waldo that says "Home of Tra- Hall of Famer Travis Jackson and Randy Rainwater"? Well, no, no, we we leave it that's to Travis. That's where Travis Jackson was. Yeah, from. we leave it to Travis. Yeah. He's, yeah. You mean your so yeah. your name's not on the? Sign? No, it shouldn't be. No, I, but I really? claim it is my hometown. Okay. Okay. It, it it is my hometown, and it is a suburb. I mean, Taylor is a suburb <laughs> of Waldo. Waldo. Okay. Okay, let's go back and raise back, Bob. Bob, now that you know all this useless <laughs> history, right. welcome back. Oh, and, and Bob. Well, well thanks we, for letting we, me stay oh. on, Randy, and, hey, and good and afternoon Bob. to you, Kevin. Hey, and Bob. Hey, Bob. Let, good let afternoon to you, Kevin. Bob, hey, Bob, Bob. You, asked, you asked me a question. No, I was far from back to valedictorian from my high school class. Uh, my high school class was, at the time, and may still be the largest in the history of Oklahoma. It's had 1,008 in our senior class. School divided the next year. Now there's three of them, and uh, I think my high school grade point was about three two, something like that. Well, Rick, you could have told us you were, and we'd all believe you. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Randy, no, no. Randy, That's thanks for letting me stay on, and good afternoon to you, Kevin. Um, and I'm sorry I don't have a baseball question, but I know you're right. interested in athletics in Arkansas. And uh, Randy, I'll try to be real quick with this, so y'all can spend your time with Kevin, but. Um, just to set this up, Kevin, uh, in 1973, uh, I ran track at Wynn High School, and I started pole vaulting. We went to Jonesboro for a meet. My coach had me to stay afterwards, and he said, I got somebody that's going to work with you. It was none other than Earl Bell, and within 15 minutes, wow. he helped me get my fundamentals down. Oh, my gosh. And he increased my my hike by foot within 15 minutes. Wow. Well, Randy, here's my story that I hope y'all will find interesting Sunday our youngest granddaughter graduated in Corning and we were navigating around Jonesboro and on Google Bell Athletics popped up and we were right there by it within a mile and I told my wife I said well let's go by there I want to take a picture of that place Randy when we pulled up there was a guy out there messing around with some garden hoses fixing to work his garden I got out and spoke to him, and I had a feeling. And I said, sir, what's your name? He said, Earl Bell. <laughs> and we were able to reminisce. He remembered some wow. of the stuff that I was talking to him about. And I tell you, Randy, uh, it would pay anybody to Google Earl Bell and look at all the things that he done in, in, for athletics in, in Arkansas. And uh, he's fixing to start training uh, one of my grandsons. Uh, to pole vault. He's built like a pole vaulter. And, uh, but the last thing I wanted to tell you, Randy, that I thought was really interesting, I'm sure you and Rick, just like I did, kept up with his dad. And I thought it was ever 10 years, but ever five years, a new age classification came up, and he would always break the world's record in pole vault. Hmm. And Randy, <clears throat> I asked him about his dad, and I said, I'm sure he's probably passed away. He said he is. At, at 95 years old, Earl Bell's dad pole vaulted four and a half feet. Now, that don't sound like much, but at 95, 95. I'd probably be happy if I didn't have He did this at 95? Yeah. This, wow. this is straight from Earl Bell's mouth. Huh. At 95 was the last one that he, po- he broke the world's record 
And at 95 years old, he vaulted four and a half feet. And they asked, and this was really interesting, they asked, what was the previous record for a 95-year-old? I'm not going to I'm not going to ask y'all to answer it because the answer is there was none. Zero. So he'll yeah. probably always <laughs> well, he'll probably always wow. have that record. Yeah, and Earl that. told me himself. He said the records my dad set, as good as I was, he said I will never, never break my dad's wow. records. Wow. So yeah. anyway, I I hope y'all would find it was a thrill for me to get my picture made with him. You know, and uh, talk about you know when we you know he. I won the, in 73, I won the junior high. That was the last year of junior high state competition, and Earl won, of course, the senior high. So, But anyway, wanted to share that story with you guys, and hope you all find it interesting, and you all have a great day. Yeah, great Thank story. you, Bob. Yeah, I tell you, Randy, I was talking with uh, Ruben Rayner today, former distance runner at Arkansas, and we were talking about track, and I said, I don't know why I brought it up, but I said, I cannot imagine being a pole vaulter. And he said the same thing. He says, gosh, he says, he says I've had, have you ever run with a pole uh, down that lane? I said, no. He says, well, I have. I didn't vault. But he said, I thought it was dangerous. <laughs> and I think so, too. In fact, uh, the reason I brought it up, I think, was I was looking. I can't remember if it was on LinkedIn or YouTube or somebody. It was showing a, um, a young lady who pole vaulted, and it was her next to the last, and she was in big-time competition. And the vault, the, the pole broke. And so she comes tumbling down, the pole broke. So she gets one more vault, gets a new pole, and sets a world record. And I'm sitting there thinking, there is no way I would vault again if my pole broke. I'm not doing that again. And she came back and set a world record. Is that amazing? I, I, I think the pole vault is absolutely astonishing that how well some of these people do that. It's a ride. If you've yeah. never if you've never pole vaulted. It's a ride. Have you? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I did no, it, I never I did have. it through junior high. Kevin? You junior high and high school. Kevin? I did one time, and that really? was it. I got it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> did your yeah, pole break? Ninth grade, I, not, yeah, in ninth grade, <laughs> I, threw, I threw the discus and shot shot put at El Dorado for ninth grade track. No, uh, we were really good. I didn't I didn't run, but uh still could throw it. So, But, yeah, I went out there one day just to try it, and they made sure I wouldn't kill myself. So I went out there did it. I was like, all right, I'm good to go. I can say I did that now. Wow. So, Randy, what was your best vault? 12 foot 6. So you did better than four, You did better than a 95-year-old guy. <laughs> I bought my first pole from, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, pawn Shop. Yeah. Baseline Road. <laughs> it was aluminum <laughs> for 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And wow. Um, I, I, gi- I give whatever credit, and there's very little to give, but not because... <laughs> Uh, he didn't try his best, but I, I was just, I was limited. I didn't have the speed that you really need to be an elite pole vaulter. Wow. Um, but Ronnie Roach educated me on the world of pole vaulting. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you talk about snapping a pole. Uh, it's all according to your weight. In other words, if you weigh 160 pounds, you need a 160 pound pole. Because if no. you've got a 180-pound pole, you're probably not going to get it to bend. No, you're not saying it weighs that much. No, 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 no. It's for it's it's for somebody for weight. weight. Yeah, weight. Yeah. If you weigh wow. 160 pounds, you need a 160-pound yeah. yeah. pole. Or a pole for that. And weight. then yeah. probably the reason why that young lady snapped the pole is she was probably I don't know. Let's just say 100 pounds. She may have been using an 80-pound bow, and. Because she got so much bend, it snapped. That may not be totally the case, but uh, could know. have been a flaw in All the, in the pole. She she did it again and had an amazing jump. But to tell you how far it came, when I was pole vaulting, we went from landing in sand and sawdust to actually having a true landing area. Yeah, okay, I dated myself there. Drive Time Sports will continue. Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. 
uh, napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Crossroads Building Supply, offering best-in-class service to North Little Rock, Hot Springs, and surrounding areas. With quality products and stocks such as windows, doors, roofing, siding, and more. Crossroads Building Supply is able and ready to assist you with any project, large or small. Give them a call today at 501-801-7700 in North Little Rock or 501-624-2919 in Hot Springs and see what Crossroads can do for you on the web at CrossroadsBuildingSupply.com. Graduation season is upon us, and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli. With options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Giant take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. Let's talk about Mosquito Joe misting systems. Misting systems are perfect for properties that have extremely high mosquito activity and you just can't seem to get them out of your way. It's like having a Mosquito Joe technician on your property 24-7. Great for homes with patios, pools, even horse barns and places like that. If you think a misting system might be right for you, give Mosquito Joe a call. Mention you heard it on the buzz and get $200 off your misting system installation. Visit Arkansas.MosquitoJoe.com. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon. In just one moment, I want to talk to you about my friends at First Security Bank. Time for me to call upon them. Why you say that? Because, well, I can't say too much. I'm afraid my wife might be listening. But I need to talk to Patrick and uh, arrange some things. Because, you know, a loan at First Security is very easy. And whether you're talking a personal loan for an automobile, a boat, RV, motorcycle, hmm, maybe that's it, ATV, maybe to refinance your home with home loans and refinancing, your home equity loans, commercial loans. When you need a loan, you'll find one at First Security. Call or stop by any First Security location today for better loans backed by better personal service. Remember, FDIC equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Baseball season is in full swing and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Kevin, I don't know how we do it every week, but somehow we manage to chew up your entire segment before you ever get a chance to uh, to talk about to talk we about why we have you on. Hey, we found out both of y'all are pole vaulted. That's pretty big. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure that relates to. 
<laughs> By the way, Hog Call tried to burst my bubble on the suburb of Waldo and Taylor, but I'm not going to repeat what he said to me. So with that being say, said, Kevin, let's move and let's move quickly because we actually have some more callers for you. Um, who might be your favorites? Let's start with Class 6A and work your way down to Class 1A. All right, going to Class 6A. Rogers is clear head and shoulders above everybody else right now. We've talked about them. Uh, their conference run, they won the 6A West Conference. They beat Valley View last week 3-1. to one. Uh, It's just they put pressure on you. Every pitch is a pressure situation, and they make the, the easy plays. They're not going to wow you. They're not going to score a ton of runs. They have the ability to. But they just beat you. They play good, sound, fundamental baseball, and Coach Melson's team has been doing that for the last three years. Uh, Cabot, they've been really good this year. They're 20 and 5. They won the Central. They can make a run. Aiden Velasquez, the junior UCA commit. Kale Turner, he's a super sophomore to look out for. Harbor and Conway are the other two that you need to look out for. Conway struggled of late, and Harbor's kind of going in the other direction with their arrow pointing up. So all four of those get buys into the second round in the quarterfinals. I look for them to uh, two of those four teams to be in UCA at UCA next week. Class 5A, Valley View, Little Rock, Christian. They're the top two teams to look out for. They're on opposite sides of the bracket. Arkansas High and Greenwood are the other two seeds. Uh, look out for Maumelle. Uh, Batesville is our dark horse in Class 5A. Uh, congratulations to the Pioneers. They weren't supposed to be here right now. They got 20 wins on the season. Mark Brissy, Bo Baxter are a great one-two punch on the mound. And then you got Class 4A at Lone Oak, and Lone Oak will win the Class 4A. I'm not putting my mortgage on it or <laughs> Tessa's college tuition. It would just be a big upset if Lone Oak does not win the state title. They got four pitchers for two games, guys. All four of them are Division One players. Three of them are going to the Razorbacks, and the other one is a Division One player. So pick your poison. They should make it out of there unless something crazy happens. Grab it and ash down the other two regional winners, and Darnell got a, a bye thanks to the AAA uh, rotating uh, regional runner-up every uh, every year between the regions, and they get the bye this year. Uh, Dark Horse is ashed down. They won the 4A South Regional, defeating Nashville 15-2. to So, Lone Oak, it's theirs to lose, and I'll be out there this week. Class 3A is at Lincoln High School. Harding Academy, Genoa Central, Elkins, and Gosnell are the number one seeds. Gosnell finished third in their conference. I like them to make a run this week. Uh, Genoa Central won their conference, won their district tournament, and won their regional last week. They're playing good baseball at 18-1. and Harding Academy is a favorite right now. Kate Smith hit a home run and threw a complete game three-hitter in the finals against CAC. Look out for the Mustangs. They face Melbourne in the first round. Grant Wren will get the ball for Melbourne. He's a Razorback baseball commit. And our man Grayson Wilson is a football commit for the Razorbacks. Class 2A will be at Greenland, Woodlawn. Surprise, surprise, they're one of the top seeds. Episcopal, the Wildcats, they've been checking off all their first-time boxes this year, winning a conference title, winning the district tournament. They won a regional tournament last week, Randy, without allowing a single run. Their first game was a no-hitter, and then they got two shutouts by Drew Grumbles and Hunter Grumbles. Those two combined for 26 strikeouts in both of those shutout wins in the semifinals and the finals. Greenland, the host school, they won their region last week, defeating Mansfield 11-7, and then Riverside, the Rebels, uh, won their conference, and then they won the region last week. Uh, Mansfield and Sloan Hendricks will be a great first-round matchup. Sloan Hendricks uh, upset Bigelow last week, and then they took Episcopal down to the wire. It was a 1-0 ball game. Uh, so Sloan Hendricks is one of those teams to look out for. Uh, Mansfield's our dark horse. They're the two seed. They've been ranked all year. They would get Woodlawn in second round, so they're going to earn it if they get to UCA next week. Class 1A down in Taylor. Uh, Taylor's been ranked number one all year long. Would not surprise me if they go back-to-back this year. Their softball is looking for their sixth straight state title, by the way. Their top teams in Class 1A, Taylor, Westside, Greer's Ferry, Wonderview, came out of nowhere. They finished third in their conference, third in their district tournament, and they come back and win the region last week, defeating St. Joe's in the finals 11-7. to Coach Phil Golden squad is playing really well right now. Then the Scranton Rockets, they're the number one seed out of the one a West Regional. So Wonderview and Viola is a really good first matchup. Wonderview wins their regional and then they have to play a Viola team that's been ranked in the top five all year long. Uh St. Joe's is our dark horse. Uh they won their conference title. They got some good young pitchers, Keaton Story being one of them. Uh but at the end of the day it's the Taylor Tigers that I'm picking to go all the way. Any truth to the fact that uh 
Uh, Justin Moore is going to be on the mound for the Poe and Indians taking on Greenland. <laughs> right, yeah. Poe went 8-10 and in the regular season. They beat Southside Bree Branch 1-0 in their first-round game. Uh, so congratulations to Poe. Uh, they made a run, but should come to an end on Thursday with the host Greenland uh, at Greenland's Field. Greenland's got a nice field. It's right there in the mountains, turf field. Coach Jordan Larkin, he's done a great job of getting that facility built up. Hmm. Let's talk to Savage. Savage, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Afternoon, fellas. I thought when I was listening to Drive Time, but come to find out, you're changing the name to Story Time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's been a pretty good show. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with this knowledge from Pole Bolt and the Waldo to Rick's GPA. I mean, it's been a pretty good show. So, you know, hey, Kevin, talk about Cabot. What's your realistically, what's your thoughts on uh, their chance of getting through this bracket and, you know, how they're going to do it? Just kind of break down some of their hitters, and I appreciate it, guys. I'm going to get off there. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Savage. Yeah, Cabot's at the top of the bracket. They won the Central. They got three really good arms on the mound. Their closer, Bo Ford, uh, 84-86, good slider. Kel Turner's going to be their number two, and Aiden Velasquez is their number one. He hit 420 this year. They got Abe Owen at third base. Uh, It's a good senior class. I think they graduated eight or nine on senior day uh, just yesterday in their win. So they got a good shot. They got a good draw. Rogers Heritage has been up and down this year. Uh, started out really good, had a 14-game winning streak, and then finished fourth in the West. They'll play North Little Rock. Coach Chad Cope was confirmed by the Cleveland County School Board last night, so he is going to Ryzen when the season's done. Uh, and it's just a matter of, you know, matchup in the semifinals. If they should face, they'll face the winner of uh, Bryant and Springdale, which Bryant should beat Springdale. So you'll get Bryant and Harbor in the second round. Harbor has been playing well of late. Their question was, do they have a reliable number two behind Ross Felder? So, Harbor and Cabot in the semifinals, it sounds like what it's going to be the matchup, and I I like Cabot's chances in in that game right there. All right, let's try to squeeze in Chuck real quick. Nope, Chuck's gone. Nope. All right, uh, real quick before we run out of time, and that's about 30 seconds away, uh, your thoughts, Arkansas, right now tied at the top of the SEC overall standings. With the Vanderbilt Commodores, they've got South Carolina coming in this weekend. That's what, yeah, and it should, it's a good South Carolina team. Will Sanders, one of the top draft prospects in the MLB draft in July. I like the Hawks' chances if they get some of their guys back. It doesn't matter if they do, if they do or not. Uh, the, the B team, as some pundits have been calling it, has been playing really well. That sweep against Georgia is, is back in the back of the head right now after winning six straight games. So, Hogs have a good chance to lock up a top four seed if they can win this weekend. All right, Kevin. That is Kevin Bohannon as we went around the horn. If we did use a pole to get around the horn. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Join Morning Mayhem and Benton Wednesday, broadcasting live from Roller Funeral Homes on Alcoa Road. This facility is one of the newest businesses in Saline County, and they want to